Hey, Sean Funder. How are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so good. How are That's you? A, good. That's going to be a boring uh, opening where it's like, hi, we can do that every time. Hi. hi. How are you? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? I don't know, but it makes me sound like. I was going to say that makes me sound like a Heather and that's really judgmental. And I don't know why I would do that because it sounds like a feather. Hi. Hi. What are you talking to a baby or a dog? That's how you, that's how I talk to my, that's how I used to talk to my, my little nephews. Hi. Oh no. That's Did how I talk really? to their, I talk to their like dog. That. I talk to their dog, Callie like that. Hi. 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 Callie. <laughs> Create for No Reason is your weekly dose of courage to stop making excuses and start bringing your ideas to life. Well, it's good to see you. Who do we have on the show this week? We have, okay, I'm really excited. You know what? I just need to stop saying I'm excited every week because I'm always excited. You you are, like you're kind of on fire uh, about like meeting and chatting with anybody. Okay, I'm really excited. It's yeah. true. Meeting and yeah. chatting with everybody and anybody. It's kind of true. It's kind of true. Just put actually, well, there's some people where I'm like, all right, I'm done with you. But for the most part, I enjoy meeting everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we are going to be talking to Brooke J. Lacey. She is your best friend. Everybody's best friend. She's everybody's best friend. She's a future. She's a futurist. Um, informing on all new trends like crypto, utilizing TikTok to build her brand without dancing. See, this is why I like her because she does it without dancing. No pointing videos and all the things like everyone else. Um, as a woman in tech for 24 years, she's been in tech for 24 years and she's faced doubt and criticism and moved through with empathy. She is such an incredible human. She really is. She really simplifies complex topics like technology and mental health so that everyone can relate to her. And that is one word I would use to describe her is very relatable. Um, And she has this unique ability to understand challenging topics like cryptocurrency and cybersecurity and really simplify them for the masses so that we can all benefit from all of that knowledge that she has. And so I always love hearing her speak. She is part of the clubhouse community And uh, she and I both do a lot with Breakfast with Champions. And every time I hear her talk about technology or TikTok or how she's growing and building her brand, I just, um, well, I'm inspired, but I'm also, as much as I understand it, I'm also, I walk away with like, wait, what? What should I do? (laughs) (laughs) Just tell me what to do, Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait a second, I can draw a smiley face on my computer and then people will buy that and They'll, there's an owner and I'm wow, confused. tell me what I to do. No, yeah. just tell me, tell me all the things, Brooke. And that's what she does. And so I'm super excited to have her on the show and <gasps> Brooke J. Lacey. Kate <laughs> and Sean. <laughs> Hi, Brooke. How are you? I'm in a hotel room. Oh, very nice. Good enough background for you. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> pretty. Great. It's actually a um, fake background. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm actually in Dallas with a bunch of clubhouse people, so super excited. I know. Can you I'm hear so me okay? 
Yes. I'm so, yeah. I'm so jealous. You get to hang out with all of those clubhouse people. It's so fun. It's the second time that, that we've um, been in this scenario. So uh, it's, it's good. We hung out. Yeah. Kelsey's actually right over there. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we can hear her. That's great. <laughs> All right. I have a, I have a quick question about your, about your name. Do you like it? Like when we just like say the whole name every single time, do I, can it's I say honestly, it quickly? Yeah. Totally whatever you want to do that right. kind of came to be because of like all the social media stuff. Um, yeah. but it's just been Brooke Lacey forever. Brooke J. Lacey. Brooke J. Lacey. Yeah, Brooke J. Lacey. That's how I say it. Cause it yeah. sounds cool. It just sounds cool. Then you know what cool. you do you. Yeah. That is I, that sounds fine with me. That's a famous. That's a famous person. I mean, maybe a serial killer, but a famous. I like person that. Yeah, or porn yeah. star. Either way, <laughs> Brooke <laughs> Lacey. Either, well, Brooke Lacey has always been this like because I never changed my name even when I was married. Um, because would you ever change your name from Brooke Lacey? No. no. Um, and it's funny because people would always be like, "You have two first names." Well, no, not really, and it would frustrate me because. You know, Lacey is actually a very common Irish surname without the E, L-A-C-Y. And my brother and my dad are military and it was always a very masculine name. And then people started naming their daughters Lacey, like when I was in my teenage years. And so it became someone's first name. Mm. And so it just kind of always stuck at like this, you know, it's kind of a cool name. Um, but then when you have to like make your own website and personal branding, uh, brooklacy.com was, was already taken. She's some sort of actress in LA, uh, Hollywood. Oh, she um, yeah, she does. But I love the, <laughs> I added the J and it kind of like goes along with all kinds of other stuff in my life. So. Oh, that's out. so, that's so cool. You know, it's mm-hmm. so funny. My, I have friends that will say, you know, if you ever get married, you can't change your name exactly and then, so if i'm dating someone they're like oh so are you ready to be mr volman because you're gonna have to change <laughs> i like that i like that yeah my ex-husband's name was penfold and i was like mm, i love wow you that sounds yeah. fancy nope <laughs> that's a hard Brooke path penfold. that sounds like very i don't know kind of like a little bougie. it was a little bougie he was bougie yeah <laughs> Yeah. It is all because of his last name. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Brooke, I just, I'm so happy that we got to do this because you are someone who I just adore. I love listening Aww. to you talk on, on you. you're just so great. You share so much knowledge and you really share it in a way that allows us to understand. But I was just telling Sean, I get it, but also kind of what? <laughs> like so but- I, I want to repeat that I get it but also kind of what yeah <laughs> story of my life because I'm like oh I want to do all these things and so I feel like okay let's I want to talk about both things because you talk about crypto and I love this whole topic of crypto and you know Sean's been talking about nfts and like because he's an artist so to be able to work, yeah. be in that space would be really cool so I want to talk about all those things but I first want to talk about TikTok because okay. you became TikTok famous, which is so great. Cause I love hearing you talk about it. Cause you're like, I'm a woman in my forties and I became TikTok famous. Like, how did this yep. happen? So yeah. how did this happen? Of course it's the story of the century. 
Uh, no. So <laughs> I've always, <laughs> are you ready? No, I, uh, I think that I've always been very comfortable, obviously on camera and like talking to people and I'm very gregarious and it, that's not, that's never been an issue. Like I've always enjoyed it. Um, you know, so I say here, but actually I'm in Dallas right now, but I live in Boise, Idaho. So it's, it's kind of easy to be a big fish in a small pond there, especially when you're a woman in tech and you kind of like, you have a really small niche there. So I'd be on the news. I was doing, you know, different things like that, where I was uh, doing these women in tech careers thing. And I would do like Facebook lives and it was never, you know, I loved it. I loved entertaining and teaching at the same time, the edutainer, which God, I hate that word. <laughs> Last year, um, it, during March or April, you know, right when quarantine happened, I got really sick. I, I feel like it was probably the, the virus. Uh, I don't know, but I was very sick. I watched literally every TV show there was. I think that um, at, at some point, Netflix was like, we're done. You've seen it all. Um, you know, not working, not doing anything. Very lonely. I felt the walls closing in. Mm. Um, and I, I got on TikTok. Now I do have a teenage son, but, but he's not really into social media and stuff. Like he does the discord and the gaming. So it wasn't like, Oh, he's like, check this out, mom. It was really, truly just me. Like, what is this TikTok thing? And, um, to kind of back up a little, I follow Gary Vaynerchuk really closely. I love all of his stuff. He's been, we're exactly the same age. I watched him doing wine library. I, I just think he's incredible. And he would talk about music like get on musically this is the thing you need to do and I'd be like no dude no I just don't get it like this is silly and so when it you know turned over to TikTok I was like all right all right let's see what this is about but honestly it was it saved my sanity it was like oh my god this community of people that just want to entertain each other and share knowledge with each other and make these fun videos and yes even right at the beginning, you kind of get shown whatever everybody else gets shown, which is the dances. And I thought that's what you had to do, um, <laughs> which uh, nobody needs to see me doing that. And so I just kind of, you know, held the camera up and uh, did, did these funny kind of quippy. The first video that went viral um, was, was one where I made fun of the fact that I was, that I'm Gen X and that uh, I said something like, I don't know about you Gen Xers. And I had this like coffee cup and I was so proud of my like, you know, little uh, sarcastic vibe where I was like, you know, making the change to TikTok from Facebook was a no brainer over there. You've got all the Karens uh, arguing with each other. And over here, it's like really happy and uplifting all the dancing. And um, you know, my anxiety level went from here to way down here you know, thanks TikTok. And it just resonated. And my voice and the way that I can deliver a line, it, I don't know, it had like half a million views in, overnight. And what a dopamine rush. Let me yeah. tell you. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I mean, I didn't really realize that until then. And, and that actually feeds into the uh, beforehand, I had started a podcast uh, called Disrupting Stigma, where I talked very openly about living with uh, mental illness diagnoses, and uh, that got global attention. It was, it was a pretty big deal. It was just me. I wasn't interviewing anybody, and I realized, oh, 
I can reach a much bigger audience here on TikTok with this story. Um, so I started doing some stuff about mental health and about technology and um, it just kind of blew up from there. So um, it saved my sanity, but it also was, I could tell really helping people watching my videos and I would go live and talk about um, therapy and people would, would reach out and be like, you know, it's amazing that I'm not alone. So that's kind of, and then it just morphed from there. And then I was doing these really funny, like laugh react videos. Um, you know, some of them have three, 4 million views on them. Just literally me laughing. There's 13 <laughs> million. There's, I think there's 13 million views on the hashtag Brooke laugh. That is like, so wild. Isn't it wild? Nobody wakes up one day at age 44 and is like, hmm, I, I think I'm going to be a, a, a TikTok influencer. And I think <laughs> I'm going to just like laugh at other people's videos. Like that, that, that's not how it works. It just happened and it was fun and it's still fun. And, you know, people so, recognize me. It's just funny. Like, yeah, what is my I, life really? <laughs> I want to talk a little bit because so, you know, our show is, is really about doing things just for the joy of it, just for the fun of it. Yeah. And what I think is so interesting about TikTok is yes, of course, there's these people that go viral and all this stuff happens. Like you changed your life, right. and I, but you, you just started for the fun of it. And so we've actually had one of my favorite TikTokers is um, Michael Burke. Do you know him? He's a, Probably. I'd have to look it up. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was like, a, I love it. He, he is hilarious. I'll send, I'll send you his okay. um, handle, but he is okay. one of my favorite TikTokers. He's so funny. He was on the show and I was just like over the moon, over the moon yeah. to be able to talk to him. And what I love about these stories like yours and his is like, it was during the pandemic and I just needed, mm-hmm. I needed a place. Yeah. to go and be creative. And so for yeah. someone that's out there who is maybe thinking about, Hey, how can I kind of flex my creativity muscle? And they might be nervous about TikTok because we all, the, people have their own ideas of what it is and what it looks like and feels like talk about how this is a great platform to just test your creativity. Yeah. I think that when it's always, it's always different for me because my like perspective and the way that I do things with TikTok is so different than everybody else's. Um, so that I think is the answer is like, you can do anything you want. You can, uh, I took an Uber last night to um, the hotel and the guy was telling me, Oh, I know this friend of mine does um, TikToks about plants and he's got like a million followers, literally just talks about how to uh, feed your plants correctly. And <laughs> And, and he, his business is thriving and he's getting all kinds of attention from it. So you can, you can literally do anything you want. There's a, there's a, I think it's TikTok grandma is her name or grandma. I, I'm not sure, but, um, and just does dances. And the whole novelty is that she's this, you know, 70 something human being that does these dances that the 20 year olds are doing. And it's hysterical. So, you know, be creative you don't actually have to be, you know, like we were going to talk about the NFT thing, Sean, where you don't actually have to be an artist to be involved with NFTs, but that's where it's starting. So that's yeah. the way TikTok was for me. It was like where it started was this music app and people dancing and, um, you know, and then it morphed from there. So 
it's like a, it is, it's a testing ground. And the audience is so much bigger than other social media platforms. Um, and we, as human beings right now, and as entrepreneurs and, and creatives, we are, our currency is attention. Um, Gary Vee talks a lot about that, but the attention on TikTok and the, well, the retention of people's, you know, watching is, is so crazy huge. So yeah. you can get feedback so quickly. That was the thing about the mental health stuff is doing the podcast. I couldn't really get feedback really quickly. Um, it, TikTok, you get that feedback right away. Like, yeah. hey, this is cool. I really like this. And the comments are, um, you know, just either uplifting or you can you can do anything with it. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Tell me. I'm curious, like, as you, like, as you got started, you said you're just kind of like bored and then you yep. held up the phone and recorded, yep. has it, has it turned into, is there, is there more craft involved with yes. it now and how you do things? And and like, what does that look like? Cause you got probably got a, like a, I, I hesitate calling it a creative process, but I mean, that's what it is. ultimately, yeah. Right. What is, Definitely. what does that look, what does that look like now for you? So I've really been pushing, well, it's always been a creative process. Like I have a notes app. I use Trello um, where I'll just like type out different things. Um, some of the stuff right at the beginning I was doing uh, were these like one-liners, these kind of, um, you know, punchline type of things. And I would find tweets and kind of like make them my own and, or kind of like, you know, um, rework them to to really land. And then people were, using that to make their own videos to like lip sync over. And so that was very interesting. Um, stop doing it because then they, you wouldn't get credit for it, which at first I was like, I don't care. And yeah. then people were getting like brand deals off of videos that they were doing with my voice. And I was like, mm, I'm not going to do that anymore. Let me do my own thing. So um, oh yeah, I really wanted to go back toward the, either the mental health route or like the educational stuff. So I would put things in Trello and like, okay, I think I should go with this. Um, I've done a couple of them where it's like, you're doing your, your two characters. So you like yeah. film it and then you're the other character. Those take too, too long. I have a business <laughs> to run and a child to rear. <laughs> no, he doesn't need rearing. He's 17, but, uh, <laughs> but I, you know, it takes a little while to do that stuff. So I'm lucky that I've just been able to, to sit and, and actually speak, you do have to like exaggerate. I tell people this a lot. Like, this is the way I, I talk. This is me all the time. I have a big face and I have, uh, you know, use my hands to talk. And so it's kind of easy for me to just dial it up a little bit, but you really do have to exaggerate and, um, and put a little bit more energy to it. So um, the stuff that I've been doing lately about crypto I'll just kind of research some stuff and you know, you got to really catch them in the first five, three to five seconds. I was going to say, I thought it was one, yeah. I was say one, one yeah, second. That like it's technically like, it's crazy. It is. It really is. Especially when you're trying to talk to people about this, this tech stuff and, and crypto and um, you got to get their attention quickly. So if you can make it about them, you can hook them in. Um, yeah. the one I talked about blockchain is like, so you've heard of blockchain, uh, let's, you know, let's talk more about it. And then, you know, 
yeah, I've had to record and then re-record a lot of times. It doesn't just, you know, come after it. Some people it does. Yeah. Oh, that's not easy. I like that's um, crypto, blockchain, NFTs. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole new way of thinking about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That when is. you when you first start, I like I'm even I'm I I love it. I'm totally fascinated. And then you get into like metaverse and how that's all going to fit in. And like I it was I was I, I met with somebody at Reality Labs um, at Facebook and talking to them about that and how that's all going to blend together. And as soon as you talk to somebody. And you know this as a futurist, uh, they have what happens to Kate happen. She's like, this is cool. This is cool. That's awesome. Wait, what? what? Like, it's one of those, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're talking about those things. Um, and they go, wait, what? So like they how catch do you... a little bit and then. <laughs> well, I know they're like, wait, wait so... back it up. Just a <laughs> so sec. it's chained together. <laughs> But it's it's almost like I want you to just hold my hand. I'm like, I get it. But wait, but like, just come on over and teach me. Let's just, can we just like, (laughs) yeah, can you just like get on my computer and show me? I need you to show me. Definitely. Can you just like do the TikTok video for me? Or is like, do I have to be involved? (laughs) It's so funny that you say that because people are like, when I, when I, I don't know if you heard me this morning, but I have been on some clubhouse rooms lately talking about really technical stuff. And they're like, I thought you were just a TikTok person. Like, I thought you were just like the TikTok creator. I'm like, I'm a 45 year old business owner that like, you know, I don't know who's making money on TikTok like that, like just from making content, but it's not me. Um, Maybe their expenses are that low, but mine are not. So it's like, you know, you part, part of what I actually do for a living is walk people like hand in hand through all of this stuff because it's a lot. I was in my corporate job. I was in tech support for a long time. I ran a very large help desk for a big company and kind of fell in love with that process. So it all goes together hand in hand. Like we were just using um, is teaching people technology, but also uh, in my real life and what I do for an actual living is walking people through each, each process. Um, I'm consulting on NFT projects. I'm, um, you know, I, I'm building websites for people. It's kind of this whole, this this huge bucket of of uh, just technical help that you know goes along with it. So. Brooke does all the things. Brooke all is just <laughs> incredible yeah. and amazing. And all right, so. Let's talk about how can we get Sean into this NFT space as an artist? Oh, yeah. So it's so easy. It's like, <laughs> let's just take it like one step at a time. First of all, I need to know, like, are you doing digital art? Are you, is it's it digital? It's so yeah. perfect because <laughs> I think with people who have like original stuff, like hand drawn, a little bit more difficult because of the scanning, but then it's also really cool because then you can sell the original and the um, the NFT is the actual asset. And so mm-hmm. you it goes along with it. Um, but with, with digital art, what happens is you you create your piece of your your file. So mm-hmm. and then that file gets uploaded you know, let's just say OpenSea, right? Yeah, That's an NFT one. marketplace. Yeah, Market- yeah. Yeah. It's a big one. Um, there's there's a couple of others, but let's just go with that. Because again, we, we'll start talking about all these things and somebody like Kate will be like, 
I get that. But like, what are all those other things for? Let's just stick with one. Yeah, I'm like, just let's just high level overview. Yes, this isn't level. like a consulting project for Sean. We <laughs> so just want to get him in the, in the space. Yeah, exactly. Where's my, inv- where does my invoice go um, right? after this? <laughs> Uh, if you want more, you'll have, no, I'm kidding. Let me send you to my funnel. Uh, no. Let me send you to my funnel, my free download. NFTs. What's funny is that I'm actually working on something like that. Uh, people keep asking for it. So I'm like, all right. Oh my gosh. Heck yeah. You can capitalize on that. Give give me, give me your email. I'll give you everything. Exactly. That's done now. Bye. (laughs) Um, no, you, you literally, when when you upload it sort of like ebay mm-hmm. people in my in the tech world don't like to refer to the the ebay thing like it's similar to that but it's not mm-hmm. you upload it and what happens is you do something called minting now kate you understand what minting is right like we they mint money that's that's how money happens is that it's minted okay it's the same exact thing um where it makes it into a an asset. So that minting process is done on the blockchain. Don't get too wrapped up on like what that all means. It's all that means is that it's it's writing the data that's behind that image and saying, yep, that is the image. There's no copy of it. There's I mean maybe there's one or two of them. Um but but that's the one. You could take a screenshot of it, you could do all that stuff, but because this data the stuff that's behind it is written to the blockchain. And then it, that is stored in whoever's wallet that buys it. It's verified. It's just like being verified anywhere else on any other platform. That particular file, um, it's really the data behind it is the NFT. Mm-hmm. The image above it is sort of just the representation of it but the data itself underneath it creates something called a hash and that particular piece of code is verified on the blockchain that's it and that's why it can be valuable and because it's, there's no hacking it is it i'm it's verified as me being the creator yeah. of the as and then does that go Tell me, tell, tell us what the what the wallet thing is because I have no idea what that means. Okay. So, it is a digital representation, like your physical wallet. That's okay. that's all it is. It sits somewhere. It's an account. Um, there's, it, it's because of the NFT having to be purchased with a cryptocurrency. Yeah. Um, called ethereum the same as bitcoin in the sense of it's digital cash it's yeah it's currency um it's an exchange of value so by having to use that particular um value entity it has to sit somewhere and so in your wallet is a uh key that is only yours and that key and the um transactional code when I buy your NFT that's all connected and Mm -hmm. in that wallet is where things sit so I buy your NFT and it goes over here into my wallet and it's verified that it's mine that I own that digital asset that original digital asset wow all it is it's just it's an account yep so if you buy it it goes from my wallet as the creator 
mm-hmm. into your into your wallet. And then if you sell right. it, it just goes into somebody else's wallet. And if I sell it, you get a portion of that. You sale. get a portion. Yes. That's why the that blockchain is, your is perpetuity. Yeah, that's blockchain's right. rad. That's yes. like that's what's yes. so interesting from the artist's point of view. Yes. Because it it you know used to be you you create something, you have like a, a series of I don't know, paintings or whatever, you go to a you go to a gallery, they're gonna hype you up, but they're gonna buy your paintings for like 50 bucks a piece, yep. hype it mm-hmm. up, sell them for five thousand. Right. You get you get jack. Like, yeah. and then you make it big and they're selling for a million, you get nothing. Like yeah. you sold them for 50 bucks to a gallery. It's a paradigm shift, Sean. This isn't like, uh, this is actually the, the talk that I'm giving tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about it. Cause I want to say the right things, but this is a bigger, this is much, much bigger than selling some JPEGs online. Like yeah. the, I've been in the, in the crypto world since it began. Like my ex-husband and I built a mining computer in 2010 and um, you know, we, we couldn't see the future um, because there was like, how many Bitcoin did you have? I was like probably 50, but it wasn't the same thing. That was 10 years ago. We, we, the electricity that it took to even mine these things was like astronomical, but it is a, it is a movement. This is a paradigm shift of the way that we're going to do things. There's no controlling um, entity. It's all peer to peer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not confusing, right? Like it's just literally my computer that I'm on is connected to your computer is connected to Sean's computer. That is a peer to peer. So there's no central bank. There's no nothing. It's all, it's all connected to each other and each one verifies the other. Does that make sense? There's no in between. Whereas yeah. like with eBay, there's PayPal in between. Mm-hmm. So if I want to buy your thing, Kate, I have to purchase it through PayPal with cryptocurrency and NFTs and blockchain. It's, it's literally just that and currency cryptocurrency is scarce. So it, it just, it solves all the problems <laughs> all oh my gosh. of the world. And I will, I will stand and say that every time when the, the election stuff happened and not to get political, but literally could have been solved with blockchain. Blockchain has mm-hmm. been around since 2009. We could have had zero problems with the election with the last two elections um, if they just implemented blockchain. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't be. Uh, well, what is it? NFT stands for what? Non-fungible, non-fungible token. Right. Yeah. And all that yeah, means it, is it can't fungibility be is yeah. like money is fungible, right? It's, it's one for one. You have two $5 bills. And you can exchange that for a $10 bill, even though they're different pieces of paper, they have the same exact value. Non-fungible is they're exactly the same thing, like two JPEG pictures, mm-hmm. but they they have different value. So yep. it, it gets a little tricky, but... Yeah, yeah. So oh for, a, for a non-artist creator, mm-hmm. like I don't create art that right. way but i want to, i think the space is cool and interesting mm-hmm. and i feel like i want to be involved and just kind of to play around in it so would that just for for someone like me it's really just supporting artists right Definitely. like buying their yeah. work and, and hoping being a collector. that they make big yeah and and you're in such a we're we're in such an early adopted you know adoptive phase that you really could go and just yeah like support them 
buy certain things, educate yourself on it because it's the it's the future. It's how we're going to do business. Um, we could get into all of the different things like smart contracts and all of that. But just think of that, that phrase, smart contract, makes me feel good, right? Like I want to have smart contracts when I go and buy a house. I want to have smart contracts when I go, like regardless of what it actually means, just know that that is the future, like yeah. that we are there now. Um, there's fractional real estate that can happen. Um, that just so like nonprofits can actually sell things, um, you know, through the blockchain so that, uh, and charities is what I mean. Like they can, you know, you can donate to these charities in such a way and you can kind of like own a piece of it as opposed to just, here's my money, do whatever. Um, yeah. there's so many applications, utilities for it that, you know, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of all the new things. All right. So I feel like, yes, this is, I'm so glad that you're out there sharing the message because it really is important. And you really do such a great job of really helping people understand this stuff. In fact, Mm. as you guys were talking, I'm like, yeah, I already get this. I know the wallet stuff because I listened to you talk about it and that's That's awesome. And it's really helpful for me. So it's probably also like, I think some people, we have to hear it multiple times. I think the first time I heard it, I was like, what? And then the more that I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah, this makes total sense. Exactly. One of the things that I really appreciate about you is that you are an advocate um, for mental health. You are very open about talking about just some of the challenges that you've faced. So in fact, um, I reached out to Brooke and I said, Brooke, can I, can I ask you about your anxiety attack? Because there was an, that she posted a a photo Mm -hmm. on Instagram that was heard just on the plane looking very upset and had just had an anxiety attack. So I wanted to talk about, talk about that and, and how, how do you deal with anxiety and, and really more so how does creativity in your life help you when you have those feelings of anxiety? For sure. Um, it's interesting. You're using the word anxiety. So let me start by saying, um, so I've, I've dealt with mental illness my like entire adult life, very traumatic childhood. And, um, you know, kind of have been on this journey of self-awareness my whole adult life, very spiritual, all kinds of different things. Um, I've been diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar type one, which is manic, uh, shocking, I know, and panic disorder and adjustment disorder. So like all the disorders. My joke is if I get one more, I'll have Yahtzee. <laughs> it lands, Yahtzee. It lands well. I, I did that in Clubhouse once and because nobody's on the mic, I was like, oh, that didn't really land very well. <laughs> like, I hope it laughter. worked. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you've been, you have to do lots of different medications and different therapies and, you know, I've done EMDR and, and transcranial magnetic stimulation and uh, all of the things. And because I want to live successfully. Um, and so there's a difference between anxiety disorder and panic disorder. And so what I was writing in that, um, caption on the Instagram post was it's been described as this. So anxiety, an anxiety attack is different than panic attack. Anxiety is you're looking toward this camping trip that you're taking in a couple of weeks and you're feeling very nervous and worried about the fact that a bear could attack you. Uh, panic 
is when the bear is attacking you in the woods. That's mm-hmm. panic. And so panic disorder um, is based in the fight or flight from the PTSD that I uh, have from this childhood trauma. Uh, it was ongoing trauma. So there is, there's diff- you know, so many different types of trauma. I think 99% of us do have some type of trauma in our, in our life at some point. Um, mine was very specifically at a certain amount of time in my, uh, you know, age, an, um, an age range as a child. So it can always kind of go back to that. I've done regression therapy, all of that stuff. Um, and so it's always, it's, it's very interesting. So that particular thing was yesterday. I was, um, a little bit late to the airport. I now live a lot farther from, from the airport. So I was driving there and, and had to run through the uh, parking lot. And then of course, put my mask on and run through the airport. And um, what I had said was, you know, I live in Idaho um, and I, and I'm self-employed. So I, I, I'm not accustomed to running with a mask on and um, you know, you're breathing very shallow in it. And it's very claustrophobic. And so when I got on the plane and I, the way that you deal with panic attacks is not too deep, not deep breathing because you're already uh, pulling in too much oxygen as it is. So you, you have to blow out all of the carbon dioxide that's built up. So you literally until it's all gone because your body doesn't necessarily know the difference between a panic attack and just some heavy cardio. Um, Mm. You know, I was working out with a a trainer a while back and he'd have me on the incline on the treadmill and I would just go into active panic attack and be like, I I can't do this. I am, I'm an active person. I'm healthy. I work out. um, But you're in fight or flight all the time and your body will mimic uh, a panic attack when you are exerting that much energy and the, mm-hmm. the breathing is so shallow. So I've been able to um, use all kinds of tools. Um, you, you do the one where you, you know, I think in an in anxiety attack, you, there's so much worry that you need to soothe yourself and sort of calm down with the deep breathing. But panic is very different. You are ready to fight or you're ready to, to run away as fast yeah. as possible. And my, uh, mania manifested in my twenties as rage, just blind rage. And I say it to people and they're like, I could never see that. Well, right. Cause this is 25 years later and I've worked on myself, but, uh, in my early twenties, unmedicated partying, I was a mean, mean human being. You didn't, you wouldn't have liked me. So it's, it takes a long time to get to a point where you actually um, have healed. There's always healing to be done, but um, speaking openly about it is cathartic and knowing that it helps people is the best way. Um, and then, you know, being kind of this spokesperson for being able to, to say your shit, like just speak it into existence and then it leaves you. Because yeah. again, that breath, everything is breath. Everything yeah. is I really, I really admire, um, admire you like sharing that publicly and you're, you're, um, speaking as one, uh, bipolar type one, uh, to another that's been through EMDR and therapy oh. and childhood trauma and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
I like it's definitely talking with other people and um, being able to share with other people and listening to other people. The worst thing in the world you can do is actually believe that you're super unique because uh, then you isolate and I'm broken and there's shame yep. and there's all these weird things yep. that turn on because then you get you get frustrated that you're frustrated and self yep. like it's oh nuts well, we being able person? to do that yeah it is like this. <laughs> you you're no meant it's meant to be loop. friends you're meant I think, to be friends absolutely I think that the, that realization really hit home for me probably in the past even three weeks I knew it I knew it before but really really the way I mean medicate, have a spiritual practice, exercise, you know, go to yoga, do all those things. But if you do all those things and you don't talk to other people that have the same challenges or sort of the deal with the same things that you deal with, you end up isolating. You end up like, you end up being really quiet at your yoga class. And then, and then getting mad when you go to your therapist and say, but I'm doing everything. Like, look at my list, but I still wake up feeling like the boogeyman's going to get me in the morning. Right. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. huge. And you're doing that like broadly with everybody. That's, Mm -hmm. I really admire that. That's a big, thank you. that's a big service. And that's a, that's a big deal for thousands and thousands of people. That's awesome. Hundreds of thousands. Don't get it wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Almost millions. Oh my gosh. I mean, 13 million uh, views on hashtag Brooks laugh. So Brooks that laugh. Has to help okay. I mean, <laughs> everyone go check out Brooks laugh. That's right. I'm so glad that we know each other and that we get to be friends, Same. get to, I get to hang out with you on clubhouse all the time. And, yeah. um, before we always ask our guests, to give a, an exercise, some kind of a really simple five minute or less exercise to just strengthen that creativity muscle, something that they can do. Maybe, maybe it's TikTok related, maybe it's not, but something that's real easy, real quick, something fun that, that they can try. It has to be TikTok for me. It has to be your five minute assignment is to either go in and just consume for, for five minutes, five, 10 minutes, go look at hashtag comedy. I don't know, but like laugh a little bit. And then, you know, once you've done that, just make a video. Doesn't even if five people watch it, it's one of the coolest things to be able to like have that just in your hand at your disposal to just be funny, you know, dance around and do a video and you'll see that it's just, it's fun. It's liberating. Who knows? Maybe you'll meet, meet your, your tribe of people. I definitely have a new, um, global friendships. So it's really cool. That's your assignment. Ready I love go. that. I love that assignment. Oh my gosh, Brooke. Thank you so much for my pleasure being on our show. This was so <laughs> fun. So fun. Love it. Thank you, Sean. It is su- such a pleasure. No, it's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. And good luck on your talk tomorrow. You'll be Thank great. Thank you. You'll Yay. be awesome. Okay. Appreciate right. you. Awesome. Thanks. You too. Tell Kelsey. Hello. I will. I will for sure. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh. How cool is she? Uh, she's cool. You know, I hope she listens to this episode all the way through. Um, I really held back talking about Idaho, of course. Uh, and the fact that only cool things come out of Idaho, 
uh, it's so hard to towards the end. I was like, no, let's talk about Idaho. Let's talk about Idaho. Especially when you, like, guys, Wait. you guys just need to have a conversation. You guys have a lot in common. You guys would have a really interesting conversation. Just the two of you. Yeah. Like we, I made, I, you know what I'll do. I'll do the, I'll do the challenge. Um, the TikTok, the TikTok challenge. Yeah. Yes. I'll do it. What are you going to do a video about? Uh, probably mental wellness. Yeah. I, love I think it. that's, I think that that's what I'll do. I, cause it, th- that is, um, I mean, of, of course I'm sincere. You never want to, don't trust anybody that says like, no, for real. What I'm about to tell you is the honest truth. Cause then it's like, how often do you not? Uh, <laughs> but I, I really do. Um, I really admire what she's doing in, in, in sharing that. I think that, that meeting people one-on-one or in a group or on a stage where you're dealing with hundreds of people, I feel okay uh, being vulnerable and sharing those types of things. But in a situation where even though only five or six people are going to look at it, there's the potential for millions of people to look at it. There's a little bit of me. It's like, yeah. uh, do I want, do I want everybody to know like uh, that I'm all, that I'm all uh, loopy and I do crazy things um, sometimes. And I'm trying to keep that in check. Like uh, maybe, like, I think that could be helpful. I just did it right now on the podcast. So you did thousands you did. of people. Yes. So yeah, I think I really like her challenge. I think it's a fun one to do and yeah, just put it out. That's what I think is so exciting about it. You just pick a topic, something you want to say, something you want to share, you share it. Hey, maybe it does nothing. Maybe it goes nowhere. Maybe three people see it. Maybe you get a trending hashtag. I don't know, but now wait a second. Are you, are you going to do the the challenge? Yeah. Or am I? Oh, you are. That's great. What are you going to talk about? I've already done. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Ashley was talking. TikTok. I know. So I've I've done. So I have some TikTok videos on TikTok. So right. uh, they're not great videos. I've done I, some. I've I have take, one. You have one. Uh huh. All right. So you have one. We'll go look. Okay. Cool. I have a few. I have some, but mine were basically all reels that I converted into TikTok. So mine were journaling prompts or book recommendations or something like that. But who was telling me, someone else was telling me on TikTok, your videos, they have to be six seconds or less. I'm like, six seconds or less? What am I supposed to say in six seconds? He's like, I don't know. You better figure it out. I'm like, that is such a short amount of time. Or it was like seven. It was like six or seven seconds or less. And I was like, no, mine are real. So they're usually... 15 to 30 seconds. He's like, yeah. that's too long. I'm like, 30 seconds is too long. Wait, the app, the, like the platform lets you do longer than six seconds. Well, right? Of course it does. But his, his recommendation was make them yeah. super short, snappy and like be, and be done. And I'm like, well, but this is what's funny, right? You, everyone has their own thoughts and you test it and you try it and you see. Yeah. And, yeah. But, but I like, I like, there are certain TikTokers or, or or just creators in general, they find their thing, right? Like is, is do they share a quote or a book or whatever? They find their thing and they kind of are known for that. And that's what I like. I like when someone finds uh, Michael Burke, for example, since, you know, he's one of my faves. He did that whole New York series. It was it turned into a series. Yeah. 
He did yeah. one video about New York and then he did a whole series. Then he did a whole season, season one, season two. So I think that's what's cool is you just put something out and you see what works. And then like my friend Barbara, she posted a video last year in October and it was uh, pumpkin carving, how to carve a pumpkin using like a, a cookie dough. What are those called? Uh, you know, a cookie dough thing. What a cookie those? dough thing for pumpkin carving? No, yeah. You know how you, what are those things called where you you put them a in, cookie in cutter. the cookie cutter? A cookie cutter, cheese. Got it. Yeah. Um, there's someone listening to this that it's like a cookie cutter, a cookie cutter. I can't stand when I listen to podcasts and they're like trying to fi- figure something out and like, you know, the answer. I, so it was a cookie cutter and you use it to carve a pumpkin. She did it last year and it didn't really go anywhere. So she posts it again. This year, same video. I think it has like five plus million views. Oh wow! So yeah, it's like you just never know what's going to happen, and um, so yeah, it's just fun. So I'll do a video. I just don't know. I feel like the stuff that I like to talk about is very, like I like to talk about leadership and communication. I mean, yes, I talk about creativity and stuff too, but I feel like book recommendations, journaling, communication stuff. I don't know. I'm thinking about the reels that I've done, leadership. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. You should you should just read song lyrics dramatically. So people aren't quite sure when they first hear it. You get on like, there and you're like, lying in my bed, I hear the clock tick and think of you. Caught up in circles. <laughs> Confusion is nothing new. Oh my gosh, that would be so funny. They'd be like, oh, she's reading her poem. Oh, wait a second. No, no, it's Cindy Lauper. Yeah, <laughs> time after time. And then I just bust out in song. That would be <laughs> you wait to you always wait till you get to the chorus. And then you just take a deep breath and you're like, you unload. Oh that my gosh, amazing. that actually would be hilarious. Yeah, that would be great. I would love that. Anyway. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff. This was a very we went back and cool. forth on a, a lot of different yeah. topics and uh We're glad that you're here. So if you liked listening to this episode and we hope that you did, please write us a review. And also, I was just going to say, write us a review. That's really, if you write us a review. Oh yeah, you follow, you're right. Not subscribe, it's follow. Follow, follow, follow. follow. And uh, yeah, and we have a Facebook community over on Facebook. It's linked in the show notes and would love to have you come over there. And when we do things like this challenge, when one of our guests, lets us give you know gives their their challenge prompt or whatever you want to call it then we really encourage people to to post it over there in the facebook group so if you want to be part of that fun create for no reason community we would love to have you yeah yeah or hashtag away if you're on tiktok instagram hashtag that uh create for no reason we're definitely following that i would love 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 to see what you do Let's yeah. get it trending. Let's get Create for No Reason trending on TikTok and Instagram and all the socials. Yep. Awesome. All right. Sean, you're the best. <laughs> Thanks, Kate Walman. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>